Yo. What's up? How's it going? Going good. Hey, does it good, sound Mike. fine? Because, like, literally every dial was turned, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. All right, all right. How's it going? How have you been? I've just been chilling, man. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, went to school, came home, and, yeah, this is all I do now, pretty much. It's pretty fun. Okay. All right, well, like, get the pre, pre-game jitters out before we start. Oh, I'm chilling. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> we, can start whenever, we can start whenever you're ready. All right, I'm good. All right, cool. So, everyone, welcome to the Dorelia Podcast. Today we have special guests. Will you mind introducing yourself? Hey, uh, my name's Michael. I also go by Apollo for Music. Um, yeah, 19 years old. It's about all you gotta really know so far. Okay, okay, Ooh. cool. So, Mike, please tell us a little about some of the things you do. So I do mainly I do DJing mostly. That's what I'm best at, pretty much. Um, I also do a lot of music production. I do a lot of that. For example, like the next thing I have coming out is this whole. I don't want to say it's a full album of it, but a lot of it is using vocal chops and like taking the whole, essentially all the lyrics and the acapella part of it and turning it into a full production. So for example, we took like one small vocal chop and made the entire beat just from that vocal chop. So just trying to experiment and do something new, creative. So yeah. That's pretty cool. So you are you are pretty much making movies. Yeah, pretty much. Trying to. Okay, okay. I respect you. So I got another yeah, question. So, who do you compare yourself to in the DJ game? See, I get that. Or like, or like try to emulate yourself. I get that a lot. Yes. And right now, it's more so trying to find an identity, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah I do. You just feel yeah, right now. Like, I think I told you guys this, but I've only been doing music for a year now, if that. Um, I'd say I've been taking it a lot more seriously for the past six months only. So for me, it's just, okay. sure. I really enjoy to make. And right now I would have to say the closest person I'm to is if you've ever heard of a DJ named Hardwell. Um, no, I'm not familiar. So he's probably the closest I'd say to who I can compare myself to right now. Um, okay. yeah. What kind of stuff does he make? Yeah, same as you. Yeah, like he essentially you, does the same stuff I do. He makes his own music, but he's mainly a DJ. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I got a full album in the works right now, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, Mike. Shout that album so- out, Mike. <laughs> Without giving any spoilers, give us a little details about that. Um, so there's a lot of different emotions in this album. A lot of my projects that okay. I've worked on so far have been straight emotion, and that's how I let out feelings a lot. So this whole album is, I don't want to say it's a roller coaster of emotion because that's kind of cheesy. I don't like cheesy stuff like that. But it kind of it kind of shows you the varying moods that 
I go through, kind of. Um, okay. Yeah, and also that one song I was talking about earlier where it was literally just all vocals that turned into a full production song. That'll be in this, hopefully. It's almost done. All right. Um, yeah. Is this your first album ever? It's my first album ever. It's not okay. my first release. I have a single on Apple Music right now, but this will be the know. first What's it big project. The Come single. On, the single's called After Us. It's uh, me and an artist named Samatha, really okay. talented singer. Um, yep. Should look her up, especially. Incredible. Okay. Right. She'll okay. be on the album, so. So you have other features? Correct. Yeah, the whole album has, I believe, every song but two has a feature. Okay, so the other ones are just instrumentals. Correct, yeah. So one of them is actually, one of, so one's mainly instrumental. Another one has me and my partner speaking in it, but that's okay. about it. You you mentioned Morgan Freeman, right? Correct, yeah. Ooh. How, how did that happen? Yeah. So this is a very weird story, but essentially the way I got into contact is through my therapist. My therapist knows Jeff Bass, who I don't know if you know who that is, but he owns Shady Records. Nope. No, never heard. Yeah, so he was the one who owns Shady Records, found Eminem, all of that. Oh, my Shady therapist. Oh, I was just about to yeah. ask you that. that makes sense now. Duh. Yeah. I was just about to ask you, does it have to do anything with Eminem? Yeah, he was the one. So remember in Eight Mile where you see the guy in the suit in the background? Yeah, yeah. That's Jeff Bass. Oh. So Ooh, Easter egg, I didn't catch. Bye. There you go. But, um, so yeah, my therapist, it's completely random. Don't know how it even came up. She was uh -huh. like, hey, let me hear some of your music. So I showed it to her and she goes, let me send this to some of my friends. I think they'd enjoy it. Next <laughs> thing I know, she gets a little phone call during our session and it's Jeff Bass who just listened to it. So that's crazy. You didn't know who her friend was. I had no idea. <laughs> I knew she knew another EDM artist who's predominantly in Europe who he's actually helped me with a lot of stuff recently but um okay yeah I might go over to Europe and perform this summer maybe hey. big maybe big maybe why not that's a big move well it's not really a big maybe in like the sense I don't want to it's a big oh. maybe in the sense will I do it as okay. of right now so are you nervous about it no I've already performed twice Oh, then I'll be out there. I'll be in Europe chilling, <laughs> doing some eating A lot of beautiful ladies out there. A lot there. of beautiful ladies like, out there. Of course, of course. That's another bonus. So oh, I'll definitely obviously. be in Europe for the summer. I might have to take a trip there now. Wait, what but, part um, of Europe? What was that? What part of Europe? So he's mainly in Sweden, but he also does a lot of clubs in the UK. Mike. Dang, so you got a nice, you got a nice crowd, nice experience. Yeah, I've had I've been exposed to a lot of stuff really early. That's helped a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off in the story. Yeah. Can you continue? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, pretty much, she got a phone call from Jeff Bass, and he goes, "Hey, is he still there?" Talking about me, and I was me being a little starstruck, didn't say anything because I was like, "This is not my conversation. I'm budding out of this, you know," and. <laughs> It was a FaceTime call, so she flips the camera onto me, and I'm just sitting there like, um, hi, how's it going? And so, oh, it was terrifying. She's sitting in the studio, and I was like, uh, who else is with you right now? But, um, uh huh, yeah. But you had to keep calm. What was that? 
Yeah, uh, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh, yeah. So next thing I knew, he asked me to go to the studio, which I'm not signed, not going to sign. That's, yeah. But um, anyways, he had me go through the studio. I worked on that mix in that studio. And me and my partner were sitting there. And we were like, what can we do to make this different? He walks in and he says, how about you get someone to introduce your mix? And at first I was kind of thinking like, all right, I mean, I guess I can go like pay some guy $10 to do some like cool voiceover. Exactly. And he goes, he goes no, 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 I have an idea. He calls up his buddy who is like, he manages Morgan Freeman to some extent. And he goes, give me a script to send. And so we made this whole script, that, you know, like a little party thing told everyone to get like get on okay. their feet let's get ready to party yada yada and next thing i know i have an audio file sent to my email and it's morgan freeman's voice <laughs> did you freak out he's like is this real I thought, yeah i thought it was fake i was like this oh, has yeah, to be like, a joke this is not morgan freeman this is spam like and then he goes no that that's him he's like you can use it he gave you full permission to so so i obviously i Use the hell out of that, and yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. I don't yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm using that everywhere. I'm yeah, I used it for my first performance too to open it up. I figured that'd be a good start. What were the people's reaction? Oh, it was insane. So, my idea because I was going to use it regardless, but my original idea for my performance was to have him send a video, also. Ooh. Oh, that'd be nice. That's Couldn't good. get that done, but if that got done, that would have that been game changing. Oh, for sure. That would be nice. On the oh camera. yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big enough the audio of Morgan Freeman. Like he probably has his best voiceover of all time. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, that was pretty cool to get though, because you know I I think at that time I was two or three weeks into my first at Bill, like big project, and to have. Morgan Freeman on my very first like massive project was pretty cool. Pretty cool experience too. You need to be a mama next. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think I have that I'm just big of connections here. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> we'll see. I have some ideas in mind for the next mix, but we'll see if I can get them done. Okay. Okay. So what what song was this on again? Was it it was the intro to my first DJ set that I recorded live. Okay. okay. And this is on the album. This correct. is on SoundCloud already. Um, okay. Next thing with a big artist won't be until the next mix I have out, which will be, I want to say, in the next month or two. Okay. Wait, does this album have a release? Not yet. So we're still working out okay. a lot of the kinks of it. We have a lot of editing to do. One of the artists. Just making the finish. Yeah. Track. We got a lot of stuff to go back okay. and forth with with their labels and all that. Okay. That's okay. cool. So next question. I, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you run a year up maybe yep. in the summer. So what are some things you see yourself doing in the future with DJing? Or like, you got any plans for the future? So I've been really, really, really looking at performing locally. Because we're both from Michigan, obviously, but I've been trying to record, well, not record, but get sets done in Michigan because ever, so far I haven't done anything in Michigan. 
You mean you mean like large like concerts and stuff like that? Not just concerts, but performances in like clubs, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Okay. Gotta get on that scene too, you know. Of course, <laughs> sure. Next, next is Miami nightclub. Right. I already went to Tampa, so on to Miami next. Just gotta go a little further south. I got her back. <laughs> okay, we didn't mean cut you off. Oh no, you're good. Uh, yeah, I mean, performed in Tampa. That went. That was really cool. That was on a beach. Oh, a beach. Yeah, that was on the beach. Full That's concert. Like, set like a beach party. Like a movie. Like it's like a movie type. It, like a Baywatch top stuff. Like Baywatch. I deadass got up there and I was like, dude, I don't think this. This is like a movie set. I'm getting punked right now because. That's what I'm saying. Like this is some out of a movie. Yeah, somebody comes out. You. Be yeah, right. it's like, where's the fucking camera, dude? Like, come on. Yeah. That was the coolest experience of my life to this point. So that was your favorite performance? So Easily. Far. Hands down. Okay. You know any people were there? I do not because it was a free show, but it was the uh-huh. whole purpose of it was for exposure, which after that, I kind of popped sense. off on SoundCloud a little bit low key. So worked somewhat. Went from, yeah. I think it was 10,000 views at the time, all the way up to, I believe, after that, the week after I hit, I want to say 200,000, 300,000. Okay, Mike. Yeah. Now we're up to See. 2 million, so, hey. So you're doing numbers. Of course. You got to grind out here. Trust the process. Exactly. It's a, it's a slow run. Oh, yeah. I mean, I learned from... I don't know if you guys knew this, but I did college track for a semester. and I heard. Yeah. So that experience, I think that prepared me more than anything else. Because, uh-huh. you know, I was waking up 4 a.m. every day just to get the workouts. And, you know, that constant, like, I guess you can call it a juggling act between sports and school. Um, it kind of help me with multitasking and getting stuff done at like you know on time that makes sense but helped a lot with life lessons and stuff like that okay so if there's anyone like you could possibly work with in the djing industry who would it be oh that's such a tough question are we talking about like a dj or like a music artist anyone well anyone pretty much like or you can do it like answer however you want to. Drake, Shakira, Marshmallow. <laughs> no, that's the next question. <laughs> which artist? This question is for which DJ. Which DJ? Okay, DJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they were still alive, it would 100% be Avicii. But, you know. Okay. Rest in peace. Okay. But it'd probably be. Probably Hardwell. I honestly look up to him the most in DJing. Or, um. I'm trying to think of another you might know. Yeah, no, I don't. He's a, probably the only one I'd really want to work with, like a bucket list. Okay. What okay. about uh, DJ? I forgot. Only Paul. DJ. Uh... I'd work with Shaq. That'd be dope. Shaq? Shaq? Hell yeah. DJ oh, Diesel. Man. Imagine a beach party with Shaq. That'd be the coolest experience ever, honestly. That'd be nuts. I'm trying to see some DJs out here. I'm really watching DJ. <laughs> DJ Kelly. DJ Kelly. See, he's not like a. He's more of a hip hop like, DJ, like producer mainly. You're strictly EDM. Not strictly, but for like DJing, like live sets, it's predominantly EDM. 
Okay, okay. Just gets the crowd going. Okay, you know? that makes it. Yeah, okay, for sure. Okay. So you like being the crowd hype? Oh yeah. So the next question: If there's any artist you could work with, who would you be? Um, I you could have them on your track. You could pick one. Right now, I get asked this right now. a lot. Probably Billie Eilish. Look at one phone call. Low key, Billie Eilish. She's killing the game right now. She her is. voice is incredible. Just for her voice alone, I'd want to work with her. Okay. Just because, like, there's so much you can do with, like, her range of vocal and everything like that. So, okay. yeah, for sure, Billy. That's okay. pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, do you, like, do you already have, like, a beat you would use for her, or are you just on the fly? See, a lot of the stuff I do is on the fly. So, mainly what I do when I make, at least my songs, I do it kind of, it's kind of unorthodox. But I send the lyrics out first. I have the artist sing it. Like before I even make a beat, and I okay, because you want to get like a sort of a feel for what you need to make. Yeah, exactly. So I pretty much sit there okay. and I listen to how they're singing it, and I pretty much mold the song around their tone, their like you know everything they do. I find it more enjoyable, and it's a little bit more challenging than sending them a beat and vocals and being like, "Here, sing on this." Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone, so. Pretty cool. Okay. So, what's your like? If you don't mind me asking, what's the process of you making a new track? Like, is there certain things you do? Yeah. So it kind of varies oh, per song because there's some programs that I use for certain songs that I don't even touch for others. So, for say the one I was telling you about with the it's purely vocals, but we had to manipulate each part. So like we made a whole baseline out of the vocals. We had to go through the song. We grabbed like a B, like a B, like pronunciation from one part. It's like, I want to say the clip was like 0.2 seconds and we formed it into a full, manipulated it into a full baseline. That's three minutes, 40 something seconds. So it's- It's kind of tough to say like the exact process, especially for the stuff I do, since like I said, it's pretty unorthodox. But mm-hmm. like for that one, it was purely using Fruity Loops and all these other programs to manipulate every little part. It's a lot of nitpicking in that as well. So is that like the average length of your music, like a song, three minutes, or is it depends? Like you typically said. three minutes is what I aim for. Because mm-hmm. the higher I go, the less creative and the less, well, I guess the worse I feel about it because you kind of lose focus on that specific song after a little while. So I like okay. to, because per song I work 75 hours at minimum. So it's like I don't want to push it to too long so I don't, you know, lose my interest in what I'm doing and all of that. Oh, yeah. You don't want to set up the list because yeah, you're tired. Yeah. Carry on. Okay, I see. For me, it's more so a thing of like tiring myself out. I don't want to get to that point of like burning myself out to not be passionate about it. Oh yeah, For sure. I feel you. So how long? How many? How many? How much time do you think you logged in in this album? In this album? No. Oh, sh- um. You got a guesstimate? You have to be active. It's probably seven hundred hours so far. Eight hundred maybe. Ooh. It'll probably be over a thousand by the time it's done. Easily a thousand. 
Yeah, it's a lot of like with a few of the songs. I think I've redone one song specific song I can think of off the top of my head. I've redone six times now. Okay. So it's a lot of. I still have the originals in case I want to go back, obviously, but it's a lot of, you know, seeing what sounds good, editing it. If you have to restart. Mm-hmm. So how do you? So next question: How do you? When you say you like you redo songs, how do you? make the approval of how a song, a song is good enough to go now like when it's finally finally complete and everything um i don't have anyone i have to send it to so i know a lot okay, of artists so who obviously have to get approval from record labels all of that it's more so mm-hmm. if i like the song enough to put it out which okay. i have a very very strict you know i don't like putting stuff out that i think is just average it has to be a certain benchmark to go out so you have a certain criteria. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's kind of hard to say like what specific things I look for. It's more so, did I like achieve everything I was going for in this song? Did I like exp- like express the emotion of the song properly? Stuff like that, mainly. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. So, so you want everything to be perfect, the perfect timing, everything. Exactly. So you'd like yeah, like you you can you're your own you're your own approver. Yeah. So I have no one to go to for whether a song goes out or not. I just if I like it, I go on Apple and I send it to them with album covers and stuff like that now. So it's more so I just have to make sure it's up to my standards more than anyone else's. Cool. Which is for me, that's probably the best part about it is I have no pressure from outside people. It's just, I love doing it. So I'm going to keep doing it, obviously. And I can set certain goals for myself as an artist to get to a certain level. Can you talk a little bit about those goals? My goals? So Yeah, like you're saying goals as an artist. Yeah, so obviously I told you about last year, I hit 200,000 after that week. Um, My whole goal for that entire year was a million views. I ended up hitting 1.5 million by the end of the year. So this year, my pretty much my entire goal is to perform at least 10 times live. Okay. Like it doesn't matter where or just it doesn't matter where. Obviously, it, I would rather it be a more respected place, but 10 10 performances is pretty much my benchmark for the year. Cool. The album could do incredible, but if I don't perform 10 times at least, I'm going to be pretty pissed. Okay. I mean, that's a good goal. Yeah. yeah. Goal. That's a very achievable goal. Yeah, yeah so my biggest thing as an artist is I tend to stay in my own little shell, uh-huh. especially when I'm recording stuff. Like Most of my friends can attest to this. I don't speak with people when I'm working on stuff. I just... That's just how I am. I just kind of shut everyone out. You're locked in. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. um, especially when I perform, obviously everyone gets jittery at first in front of big crowds. It's just a natural human instinct, I guess. Um, Okay. I've kind of noticed, especially recently, with the second time I performed, I really started to break out of my shell and be my own person. So that's a big reason why that's a goal for me. Okay. What are some things DJ taught DJing taught you? What was that? What are some things DJing taught you? 
or what are some things you learned during this process? A lot of persistence. Um, I've learned a lot about myself as a person as well. Um, cause you have a lot of people who will take your stuff and try to make it their own. It's kind of a terrible thing to do, but there's people out be, there. That's a big problem. Yeah. Man. Especially I'm, with SoundCloud and Spotify and stuff like that. People all try to st- just steal your stuff. Um, I guess I've kind of learned to uh, ignore the people like that. I've learned uh-huh. to ignore, you know, negativity and be more, I guess, open-minded of new ideas and especially with like being myself. So I'm trying to think what else I've learned because I learned how to make music. That's a big one. <laughs> that's a huge one, I guess. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's a, that takes talent. Yeah. It took a lot of hard work, a lot of grinding. Good and, music. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Or anything you want to discuss? Uh, not really much I want to discuss, but, you know, check out the album. Check out the SoundCloud. Got yeah, some go ahead, stuff on there. Let them know. Shout, Let them shout know. everything out. Shout everything out? All right. So yeah. the Instagram is We Are Apollo Music. We just passed 2,000 followers with zero posts. Pretty dope. Follow it. Okay, okay. Uh, follow my personal Instagram, Mike Murphy MLM. Uh, trying to think of what else. Oh, Apple Music for sure. Go follow Apollo on Apple Music. Got After Us on there. It's, I think it's at 30,000 downloads so far. Doing pretty fucking good. My bad. Uh, <laughs> and then my SoundCloud's just Apollo. You can find the Morgan Freeman mix there. It's pretty cool. I like that mix a lot. And then I also have the predominantly 80s and 90s music mix coming out, which took that took longer than the album. So. <laughs> That was a pain well, to make. Come on, on, Mike. We appreciate. Of course. It. Thanks for having me. Hey, make sure you check out and stream Mike's album on Apple Music when it releases. Yes. Make sure you go stream it. Tell your friends. Tell everyone, <laughs> fan, friends, family, uncles, aunties. Of course, aunties. yeah. Everyone's got to know. Everyone. Tell the baby everyone. cousins too. Tell right. tell your cat, dog. Yeah. Your oh, other your fish. <laughs> <laughs> Your fridge. (laughs) All right. Okay, so Larry, thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. See you, boys.